Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. So, Mom, tell me about Andy. (laughs) I mean, obviously, I've read the book, so I know what you wrote in the book, but just what do you, like, like, what do you remember of him, like, who he was? First memories would be, obviously, that he was not an easy baby. He was a, you know, he had colic, um, and even the pediatrician said, you know, this, he'll pat this up, this up, as soon as he can, you know, sit up and be up more, he'll, he'll be better for you. But there were times when, I mean, we had pictures of Krista sitting on the couch with her hands on her ears Aww. like this. And him just wailing, you know, I know what's happening in the in the bedroom with on the dressing room type you know, the dressing table because he just would scream for no reason and we thought I mean and I couldn't satisfy him. Mm. He wouldn't nurse, he wouldn't he wouldn't settle. He just wouldn't settle. And I hadn't had that before. What did the doctor recommend for him or did they recommend no. anything? They really at that point? they really didn't give me anything for him no I wonder what the medical advice was at that time maybe there just wasn't any I don't know but when he did sit up he was like a different baby Mm -hmm. he was he and it's almost like was this colic was this you know was this really a physical thing or was it something else that he and because once he could entertain himself and he could, we could put things in front of him and that he would play with, you know, like reach out for, grab, whatever, he was happier hmm. where he was up looking at his world. I, this, I didn't think of it and any of the other times I've read it. And of course I've read it several times, but this time through, for some reason, I thought, I wonder if his fast birth had anything to do with it. Like maybe he uh, got injured in some way during uh, his birth or something. Cause it was so fast. I and don't know. Maybe I, I mean, there was I don't, pain somewhere. I don't know. Um, yeah. Cause I've heard maybe of something wasn't getting... sterile. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you talked about that in the book. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, not. there was nothing, there was no draping. There was nothing yeah. because there wasn't Do time. You remember the birth dad? Cause you, she talked oh, about well, being... that was recent. Was I allowed in the room at that time? Yes. But you, but it was so they, fast. Yeah. She started. I think you were right. You came in the door, and he was coming. Being drunk, and yeah. yeah, and you you were like he had this major ringside <laughs> seat. You know, like I mean, it was they didn't tell him to move or get away or anything, did they? Were you able to be in on the previous births, the first mm-hmm. three? All births? but Trish. All but Trish. I wondered that too because I was like, that's got to be really close to when they. Didn't let dads in. Seventy one right. for Trish, you know. Right, and and you came in with the next two, with with Melissa and Krista. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Was Andy? Did you get to like when he came out? Did you get to like hold him right away? He, mm-hmm. you cut the cord. Did, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that normal? 
I don't know. I don't think they it was asked, normal in that th you. this is something they had just started doing because you weren't allowed mm, okay. in before that. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I certainly wasn't the first one to do it, but yeah. you know, that was the generation where they were starting to mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. so. Were you comfortable with that? Like you didn't care? Well, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't bother me per se. Yeah. But, um, it's always kind of a surprise, you said, how hard it is to cut the cord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think Ben said that, too. Yeah, it's it's strong. Yeah. It's like... Mm -hmm. their lifeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so was that, like, was that scary for you with Liz, maybe? Or not? Not so much. Like, the first birth that you got to be there for? Did or no? No, I don't think it's scary, no. Okay. no. I was just curious. He did really well with it as yeah. guys go. Okay. You were pretty, but you were always right here. He right. was yeah. right, always like with you. By my like taking head. care of you, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, holding my hand. Right. This was the first scene. Mm -hmm. He you saw know. it happen, you know. Yeah. Like no choice, out, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Was that special for you dad that you got to see your son come out like not because just, you would love your son more but this was your first son and you actually mm. saw him come was that i don't think it special? was any more special than okay. the girls i know i always loved all my children the same and we knew and that and i don't mean <laughs> that um, you loved any of us less but i don't remember anything special about any one delivery i do remember in the waiting room or not waiting room, but in the, in the room where you were going to deliver or whatever, that that <clears throat> I would talk to you and I'd try to make you feel more comfortable. You always want chips, and as soon as you got them, you didn't want them. <laughs> Ice know, chips. That, that Ice kind of thing. Yeah. But I understood why, you know, mm -hmm. so all you could do is hold your hand. And, it wasn't a natural no. thing for him but it was a this is what you do and this is I'm here for you and you know yeah can't picture it <laughs> no mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I mean you would tell me to breathe and you would yeah, you know we got to look gone to the Lamas Lamas classes mm -hmm. yeah and with Trish we did mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I watched you learn how to breathe and supposed to be mm -hmm. a coach mm -hmm. and all that, you know, yeah. Do you remember anything about Andy that, like, is really special to you to remember about him? Like, you know, things that he enjoyed or just his personality once he started to not be as colicky? He was very shy around anyone but family pretty much hmm. he, and you know I, I can't remember that he was bad going into nursery dad i <coughs> just don't have a memory of really i i think he must have done okay or i would remember that i think we kept him out until he got over that you know the being really fussy fussy but he wasn't outgoing he wasn't but he would be for us he would do silly little things with us. Yeah. He was a very tender little guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you like, mean by tender? 
Um, you could speak and. Mm -hmm. And he was also soft spoken. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a, a brash or harsh voice. Um, he was just, you felt he was always he gentle. He was pretty and compliant. Kind. He was pretty compliant. Mm -hmm. Well, he had times where he had a little cry, yeah. but he didn't. He didn't stay with that. I mean, he didn't, you know, take it to any extreme. You could don't get his mind off of it or whatever. Throwing you know. fits, or mm -hmm. I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Trisha's saying no. Yeah, <laughs> she agrees, and Trisha was the second mommy. <laughs> so I have memories from my childhood of thinking about Andy mm -hmm. and what I could kind of piece together of Andy, you know, mm -hmm. um, and some of them came, but I think that was later because I don't think I read your book like when I was little or anything. Obviously mm -hmm. I read it later. Um, but I always thought for some reason that I would have been like, especially close to Andy because he was shy mm -hmm. and he was, and you were, you know, and he, I just always thought that mm -hmm. he would be a book lover and that he would be shy Aww. and he would be like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like I built up this little version of him in my head because mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was and I was trying mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. make a brother. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Do you remember anything like that back or is that, um, is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I never no? did anything okay. like that. But I do remember um, just one time when you got nervous about me being, like, down by the creek. And you, like, reacted to that and then later came and apologized about it. Oh, and, <laughs> I don't remember that at um, all. Yeah, and that, that makes is sense. one thing that I really... Like, that kind of shaped how I then thought about Andy. Hmm. Because I was like, I don't think I fully understood, like, what happened to him. Or, like, I didn't fully understand the whole story. And then when it came time to, like, okay, so you gave me this book. When, when you were in co college. Or right, at, right after college, probably. Right? Had you not read it until then? It would be after, it would be because it was when they got the year, the Christmas that they got married. 2007. Okay. But Melissa didn't have it in this form. I only but had she it had a different away. Because right. I had read it. Right. I read it in okay. maybe even middle school for the first time. In like elementary or middle like school. This, not, a... not this specific iteration okay. of the book. Okay. But. Some kind of, I read okay. some version of it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if it had a hardcover or anything or what it was exactly. Yeah, but I, yeah. Had, I still have copies of it in a file. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe I read one of those, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I tried to read the book two or three times and never made it all the way through. Oh no. Until last week. When I That's read the it. first time. We Are you serious? It. Yeah, because I just couldn't make it through. Because it's sad reading. It is sad, but it's like sad. picturing your parents going through something sad mm. is totally different than I feel like than like you yourself going through something sad, or like it's almost like you were different people. Mm. Like 
Does that make sense? Yeah, the, yeah. it's a version of our parents that we never knew. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, like, kind of a sneak peek into something that is a whole different world. Does that hmm. make sense? Well, hmm. we were different people. Yeah. That is what helped shape us into who we are today. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. That's one of my questions that I wrote down. Mom, do you think that you understood kind of the depth of the gift of faith that Dad had been given before Andy died? N- no. Was that I kind didn't of the understand the difference, our difference in reacting and the faith and and of course, because his the depth of his faith was so. Uh, when I say so, faith, I mean the gift of that God he has given, was given him to him. Yes, he, he does have the gift have, of faith. Yes, but I'm not talking about your faith as a believer. I'm talking right. about the gift, understanding that, his gift. Right. Well, that all in, is intertwined with my feelings of lack of faith. During that time, like I was questioning, he never questioned. Mm -hmm. I was grieving so deeply and I wear my emotions. I wear, you know, I, they're there. And I saw him grieve. I saw him hurting, but then he could like almost close the door on that for a while. And, And he probably didn't. It only looked like that to me. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't right. know exactly how to explain that. But he he could then move on and do this and be functioning well yeah. at something that was... And, and it felt to me like every second, every, every minute, especially at first, I had this, this weight. And... And I couldn't see that happening to him, but he always had these faith answers. He always had, and I believe God gave him that. I, I know that, but I think that faith had grown even before Andy. I think he was deep yeah. into trust, just trusting what God gave us day to day, you know, in our life, um, future. He just had, had has a gift of faith. Yeah. Did that make Mine you feel lonely? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did feel lonely. I felt like I was the only one who had the feelings I had. Yeah. And I did sure wasn't didn't want to put him, you know, make him feel bad in any way for his right. acceptance <laughs> of each stage of that. And I don't know if he ever went through anger. I did. I don't know if he went through depression. I did. I don't. And it's one of the things that I think can happen when you go through a tragedy that you you tend to not want to upset the apple cart because it's it's going okay here for him. I don't want to lay all this where I had to learn how to just lay it on God. Yeah. And there was a moment that you write about in the book where you got to the hospital on the day that he ended up passing away Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he had just taken a really bad turn in the night Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. for some reason no one called you i I didn't couldn't understand that part but you got to the hospital and Mm -hmm. all this was going on and dad wasn't there and so you called dad 
and told him to come. Mm-hmm. And you, you just, I can feel the panic in your mm-hmm. writing of just, I can't do it. Where is my husband? Where is mm-hmm. my support? Where is mm-hmm. my, I need him here, mm-hmm. right? You just kept now. asking And just where it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, ha- I have to do this alone. And I have to walk yeah. in there alone. It was pretty symbolic of everything that I yeah. was figuring out. Like, I'm, it's going to be me it wasn't and God that I there. wasn't a Christian and didn't have God. I had him. Right. I just, he is, Carl, Carl was so strong in every situation that we came through. If I panicked, I could Turned count him. on him right. being kind of the rock. Well, I needed to learn how to turn that over to God. I needed to learn that it was okay that I was panicking, you know, and that I, right. and that I hadn't learned that yet, kind of, you know. You were kind of being harder on yourself than God was being on you, I think. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it was like you had to do that. You say alone, but I think you learned that, I did. You, that you weren't, that God was in that room with you. It took time, though. Yeah. It took me some time to figure out this is this is how I need to do this. I need to put my you know lay my whatever I'm going through the big stuff at the feet of Jesus and I can't always and to be honest with you that's a pattern when you have a rock right. it's easy to just reach out for him and not reach out to the one that we need to be reaching to because Jesus is our rock. You, you keep learning that in every situation, in hard situations. Yeah, that's one huge yeah. thing that I learned in my walk with God. Like when I got sick and, um, and you were there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. sleeping at the hospital with me. Nathan wasn't there. And specifically one night, I don't know if I ever told you this. Maybe not. But um, I was like super mad. And I was just like talking to God. And like, I was mad. I was mm-hmm. just mad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, you like, I can't do this. And Mm -hmm. just, like, coming Mm -hmm. to the end of yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, that moment brought, that is one moment in my life that brought peace beyond understanding. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, God met me there and Mm -hmm. was, like, the most gentle God. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. I never would have come to that if it hadn't been for that tragedy. And so it's interesting for you to say you had to walk through that tragedy to realize, like, this is where I need to turn. One, and this this is off topic, and it may not be, but not off topic. No, no. I know that I have learned (laughs) that because when I got on my portal, I read on my portal that that I have... Oh, yay, I have renal cell carcinoma. Okay, I didn't wake him up. I didn't wake Dad up. Mm -hmm. 
because why? Yeah. Why? I have the source that I need. <laughs> I'm going to just, you know, meditate on the things that are good, go to sleep, wake up, deal with that in the morning. And, and had I still had that same kind of, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't, I can't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not old enough, God. I'm not old enough. I'm only 72 <laughs> or whatever I was. It's not, you, you know, I, it's interesting that you said that, that it takes a moment in time to kind of know that you do have that. You don't have it, but God has it. And, and he is I don't, the only one that you can turn to. In, right. In some of those moments. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you and me, God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got to walk through this right Let's, now. Let's, yep. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow I'll get up and I'm going to research renal cell carcinomas. <laughs> and that's what I didn't have at, at the point of losing Andy. So. Yeah. But you did it. Yes. I think you did have it. You just didn't, and I shouldn't put stuff on you because you know what you had or didn't have, but looking back, mm-hmm. does it, to that moment, mm-hmm. do you feel like, do you feel any different? Thinking, you know, well, he was there with me. Oh, he you was, know, I mean, and he knew <laughs> that I was going to find sources, and he knew that he was going to bring things and people into my life that would you know, help me through this so that I wouldn't feel lonely. He knew that I would find out that I wasn't a weirdo and some of the weird things I was thinking and strange and scary things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was afraid to be alone after when, you know, dad would go to a meeting at church and I, I, I would hear things and I, it, it seems silly now in a way i don't know if i I don't think it seems silly at all i think now that it's now that we have social media it's so much easier to see oh other people go through similar things or to know Mm -hmm. not everybody responds the same way to exactly and that's a huge thing we learn and in just with with dad and i Mm -hmm. Dad needed to learn that there were other ways uh, uh, how grief came out, too, and needed to learn how to deal with me. And I needed to respect his way. Mm -hmm. I did already. Really, the trust, the faith. I already respected that and was totally putting myself down, you know, in the beginning. So, Dad, Mom's talked a lot about kind of like her faith journey because of Andy's death and what she, her perspective of your, your faith journey through it. Mm-hmm. it do you have anything that you would like to talk about as well, far as that? Or? In some sense, um, Bev and others have attributed more to my faith than is real. <laughs> I'm not a giant. I'm just a person like anybody else. Um, one of the things that I've done in my life, and I don't know if I, this started before Andy died or not, 
and whenever I try to explain it to people, they don't really get it. But what I can do with God's help is when something very hard comes, I can stop in the moment, <clears throat> look into heaven, and look back. Now, that's not a new age thing I'm talking about here or anything. It's changing perspective. It's saying, okay, you're going through this now. I'm going to get you through this now. And at some point, this will not, you won't see this as having been a big problem because we're going to go through it together. And I look at it down at it instead of out at the circumstances. Yeah. Like an, an mm. eternal perspective. An eternal perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I do think that I, I, I agree. You're just a person. I mean, we're all just people, but I do think that there is something unique and I'm not saying you're the only one on the planet, but mm -hmm. something unique about, um, your ability to, say yes to the will of God almost immediately uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, where it takes the rest of the world, not the entire world, but you uh -huh. know, uh -huh. it takes other people some time to, to be able to say, which doesn't mean I'm, that every one you know. of my experiences after Andy's death was all I've got it handled. I've got it perfect. I have a very vivid memory. I don't know, it's probably about a week or 10 days after he had passed. And I'd come from the kitchen and I walked into the dining room. And you know, we had that dining room door that went out on the porch. The window. Mm -hmm. And I walked around and I saw him. Like you could picture him out there. On his bicycle. Yeah, yeah his tricycle was sitting out there. And that was very hard. Those don't, those don't debilitate me. Mm -hmm. They don't stop me. Mm -hmm. You deal with it at the time, but you know, I didn't really see him, but in my mind's eye I did. Do you ever feel like um, you actually hold those memories that are like that moment where you walked around the corner and looked out and saw like in your mind's eye just saw him there you know do you ever look at those moments I don't know how to say it like as really like beautiful and precious to you is that yeah. is that something that you would say is true because yeah. I even in just things that I've gone through because. that were hard I've felt that way like even you know, in, in the horrible, there's, it, just the grace of God, like, makes it so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, you just, ah, you know, you're like, this is such a beautiful moment. I am so sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's so beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. I cherish what God, is what God is, has allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cherish it. Like, I, I, it's beautiful. You know, do you, do you, is, is, does any, is that, I don't know how else to describe it, it, it but is, do you it ever? Is, it is a special thing. Yeah. Because I'm not a great person on memory, memory past Yeah, things. so to have that vivid But you know, memories. there's been a lot of people in my life that have passed on. 
I, I can't pull their picture up. Their face. I can't see their face, but I can see his. And you you have to know and, and think about, too, that Dad, um, I, before that time, I maybe saw him cry one time. And this may be the second time in how long had we known each other? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And he was born in 78. 68. 67 to 78. Yeah. So really, he didn't show his emotions like that. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He is much. He has learned. I don't know if he learned or God just makes your whole life experiences more real to you or something. Where he's learned to be more sentimental. He's learned to be more um, treasure those moments of, of, and and he can and he can cry. Things will come that strong to him now that will allow him to cry. Yeah. Which has been a neat thing to watch, and you know, because he just didn't, always didn't cry, always didn't cry. Yeah. You just go back and beat him up. <laughs> Did your dad cry? Did you ever see your dad cry? No. No. Okay. So, mom, one thing that we had a question about in the book um, was like. During and after, um, after Andy passed away, there was that whole thing with like there was a news reporter there, apparently, <laughs> and then there was someone who like came afterwards and had written an article. Um, well, there, you those are two separate things. You talked about a news things. report and you talked about an article. Okay. Those no, are two. I, I know that are, I yeah. really, really need to read my own book. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember another thing we learned, and this was back when you believed newspapers, you believed reporters on Mm -hmm. the TV. That was just a given. They were not necessarily as biased or, you know, things were told the way they were. They just didn't go to somebody and say, how did this go? They researched back then more than they, you know, now. And they, they got it wrong. The, the article, something about, and it might have been on the, on the TV. Yeah, yeah. it says it was on the, it was on the, they had footage. Yeah, that, okay, okay. On, on it the made news. it sound like they yeah. were there. Somebody like, was right there. after it happened when the ambulance They was must there. have been ambulance chasers or something. Yeah. Police, co- police chasers. I was just be, curious how they could be there. Well, they must, and they how have. how they could get the footage, like. Well, and we we weren't paying attention because there was no one to tell them no. I guess no. It was just who we we see police car and then we see ambulance come. We know we're not paying attention to right. an extra person. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember anybody driving in or anything, but I know that they did have the timing wrong. That he we didn't know where he was they for. Made it sound like he they made it sound like you know, and and that's. That's hard because you're already trying not to blame right. yourself, right. you know, and 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 the one thing we did immediately when the police got there and took over, we went up to the house and I said, we have to pray. We have to pray that um, neither one of us will hold the other one uh, 
at fault for this. God is in control in our lives. And we need to pray that this doesn't break us. Because we, that's just something you kind of knew. You kind of knew that broken, broken lives brings broken families. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we were broken. Yeah. We were breaking. <laughs> that's how I felt. Not our relationship. Just, I felt shattered. Yeah. Broken. And we prayed and honestly can say we never felt any guilt. Which is just totally We never so felt cool. any guilt. And that's, so awesome. that's like a miracle. Yeah. Because yeah. we really were guilty. <laughs> you know, we really were. in, But yet... Not of, not I mean, of our were. own doing, you not of <laughs> not making a choice right. for that, but, you know, but you could take that soul and run with it and be such a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could be a mess. Yeah. And even, I think I might have written in the book about Melissa later as I'm yeah. diapering yeah. our next baby. Um, Dan. Yeah. Where... You know, he had Andy's little sleeper on. Yeah. And he and she just walked right up to the dressing table and said and she hadn't talked about it. Yeah. She hadn't shown herself. <sighs> Precious Trisha cried like a baby every night, practically, you know. <laughs> we all did. Well, we all did. Expect, that's what right. we were expecting. But Melissa was like, Why did you let him out? Why did you let him go in the creek? You know, she's been thinking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had a series of questions for me. And I and I did not take that. Yeah. But then I kind of knew how to take kids' stuff. Yeah. Kids' words. You yeah. know, they are. But maybe that was in her. how you had gone through a journey of grief, you realized this was how she was. And that's what we learned. Trisha mm-hmm. grieved. We learned that children have as much heavy, different ways of grieving that we, you don't realize. You just think, well, they're the children of the family, and then you're, you kind of, you know they can be sad. But I think the different ways of grieving, and we learned that in a big way, not only with adults, but with that, that children grieve in their own different yeah. ways. And to yeah. give them grace and to be able mm-hmm. to do that. And Krista was only old enough to really um mm-hmm. like um talk about Andy and where he was and what he looked like and how old was she? And can he walk through walls now, Mom? You know, and that kind of stuff that was really um s- sweet and tender oh, and very ch- very yeah. childlike. Yeah. How old very, was she? What, well she would have been three. Melissa was Five. Yeah, Krista was. Mm, she, wow. She might have been. She was three. It was 78. She was born in 75. 75 and mm-hmm. 77. So she was <clears throat> three. So, in talking about that, you talked about that the empty crib really hurt Trisha a lot. Do you, I mean... Well, Trisha that, told me that. You know, it's like yeah. she could, she 
could could communicate. She was old enough, and she was of the spirit too. Like she had that gift of being able to ask questions and and share feelings, which was amazing to me. Was it hard in that moment, though, to set aside your own grief to try to help her walk through hers? Yeah, how do you parent a child who's grieving when you're grieving? No, because when you are grieving like that, you want, not only do you want people to bring it up, yeah. you want children to learn from it, too. And it, it's so much better to say, I remember Andy did this, or I... I wish we could see Andy do this than to just clam. Mm-hmm. I, it, That's one of the big mistakes that most people make mm-hmm. is they internalize it and it has to come out somehow. And that was Melissa. And that's how you see people turn to alcoholism or mm-hmm. some other escape because they don't get they it out. Talk about they it. don't deal with it. I do wonder if there maybe wasn't as much of a general knowledge among just yeah. regular people about what grief really was and what forms it would take and what stages were sort of normal. You mean and now or at that time? Back back. Because I remember, I mean, I learned about grief probably in high school about these are the stages and everybody goes through different things and it's different lengths of time for different people. And so I just wonder, maybe there wasn't as much general knowledge about that well, at the time. Well, I didn't I have know. all that knowledge. I didn't have it until I read the book. But, yeah. Did people, um, like the responses of people, was it really hard for you to hear people say things to you and how they responded to it? This will sound maybe really mean, but... Quoting scripture isn't always the thing you need. And scripture is always the thing we need. I'm not saying that. But I, I, I you know, we, we did have. In the Bible, though, we see people sitting. Sitting with. And. In the grief. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And very not quick talking, to speak. but even yeah. wailing. But not now. Yeah. We're quick to speak. And I think you don't know what to say. Right. And and again, the very best thing is nothing. Um, hugging someone and saying you're sorry. And, and you can't, you know. The scripture will come to them if they're yeah. if they're if they're filled with you know, if they have the Holy Spirit with them within them, then that will come. It'll come. Yeah. It's just kind of almost like feels like preaching. I think there are certain moments in the pain, too, when it is okay to, like, I remember somebody made me a poster board, and I hung it in my room. And you could just grab onto that. Yes. Yes. Yep. I read it again and again and again. It became like I would say it when I was having painful, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. like treatments and stuff right. and it was like that was a great way yeah. to but giving it in that way yeah. and yeah. not just yeah. you know but I, mean, I think for some people they might have taken it differently too maybe. so you just don't yeah. know necessarily See, that, I, it's true but That's I think true. that I mean you just, feel like you can't go wrong with scripture 
But but mm. sometimes I feel like it's their way of not having to listen to the Holy Spirit about what's really needed in the moment. Mm. And it's easy to just whip out a verse that you know kind of fits this situation. So mm. here's my post-it. This, this pertains this, you know, to this. I mean, this sometimes pertain, I think yeah. it's a way of mm. not having to really deal with your grief because I don't want to get in that that's messy and scary it's, it's heavy your mess your yeah. your grief is really messy and right. scary to right. me and it right. makes me think about how someday I'm gonna have to walk into that mm-hmm. and I don't want to go there and so sometimes I think it can be and it may be helpful to you know, them so I hate to be critical about that you I know. think people just need to be careful how they how they use scripture. it can I think like anything yeah. if you if you really just Try to step into it, listening. Right. Listening to the person, listening to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. from a place of listening. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and and just, yeah, being there, you know, like sitting in it. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the messy place with them. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be of any use at all. Not fun. Yeah. Not fun, but needed. Yeah. When you think about that time, like, who are the people that stand out in your mind as those people? Who, who got went into the, to the messy place with to, us. Got into the grief with you and, mm-hmm. and sat mm-hmm. in it with you. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is where you want to go or not, but I, I felt, and I don't know how Bev would answer that, but I felt that there was quite a bit of judging going on towards us for example we made andy's um funeral a um happy event a uh, celebration of him going home rather than crying and and people putting their head on people's shoulders not that that's wrong for anybody i'm not saying that but then i remember somebody and i won't i won't name the person but a very high up spiritual leader said yeah they're happy now you give them a couple months or a couple years they won't be he's saying your feelings aren't real you're you're, you know you're going to crash you're 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 putting on a front Hmm. you don't really feel what you are projecting Mm -hmm. and we did but we did we did know it because it was from god it was the joy of of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That that was our strength. The joy so of the Lord was our strength. Was, I didn't. I don't think I quite caught that part. That the, that the singing and that kind of thing was that. There's a part that talks about that you kind of gathered around the piano with family and you were singing mm-hmm. and it was a joyous occasion and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you said something about I don't think everyone was singing, mm-hmm. but we didn't care. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. we had true peace and we had true joy and mm-hmm. if they didn't want to sing that was fine but mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we wanted to do because that's what God had the gift that God had given us yeah. at yeah. that time mm-hmm. so that was maybe even at the funeral was that at the I funeral, honestly don't when you brought that up I I'd have to read that again because I honestly I don't, don't remember do, that specific I think we're time about unless. Two uh, maybe different. It Separate may events. have been we sang with Carol, and she played the piano. Probably, yeah. And and sh- and we, as a family, sang, and your family was there too. 
and they may not have been comfortable. I don't know who was there. I can't well, remember. Well, you did mention Aunt Carol playing the piano. Okay. So yeah. it maybe was later. But some people, fun. it was hard. I mean, yeah. you know, and yet this is something we naturally did was sing. Right. You know, and so even in a time of grief, it's something we naturally would do where that might not be something you, other families would do. Did you feel like there was anyone that you could just... That came... That came um, through the whole process. Um, we had people visit us who couldn't bring themselves to name his name. They just would come and bring some food or do something. Um, I feel like the winds were mm -hmm. um, very... Um, they did, like, there were people that would talk about him. And well, they, they made a connection with us. They made the connection in that their son, uh, that next January after Andy died in September, their son was born. And so every birthday, on Jonathan's birthday, they made this commitment to, in some way, remember Andy. And they didn't. They did that for forty mm -hmm. some years. They did that for forty some years, and we kept trying to tell them, "Pass this on. This is a blessing that you know you have given to us, and give this to someone else now." You know, and um, it was very sweet. We had people that that um, you know our class, our church, mm -hmm. our but you always kind of felt like nobody really got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. they, it was good that we had church family and family family. Um, I remember calling Marilyn one time, and it was, it was before the funeral, after he had died, and, and just sobbing, like sobbing. So there were people that we felt like we could. Yeah. I could. I don't know that if he actually needed that kind of outside comfort besides each other. No. No. I mean, yes. Did you feel at any point that you could finally look back and say that it actually bonded you rather than oh. tore you apart? Oh, and how beginning. soon or how late I think was from that? The beginning. From the beginning. The time we sat on those steps and prayed. Yeah. We were in this together. Yeah. And I feel that there's something with the older three. The, how can that not affect? And how can that not bond your relationship or mess it up? I'm not sure which, but you know, yeah. I, it can ha it can go either way. way. It's, it's going to affect. Effect. But I feel like there's a bond there that 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 those older three girls have. That unit yeah. went on. We lived on. Yeah. We went, we carried on. We did the daily. We tried to meet each other where we were. Um, even as the kids, like we said, they, they did their own forms of 
whatever, and try to meet them in their questions and their, you know. Um, well, not only are they the, um, the only ones that knew Andy of the siblings. Right, because he was so in so to himself. Yeah. But he, also they walked a path, path of grief together. And I think, like, Krista was there. Krista was there. She yeah. saw whatever went down, and we honestly, <laughs> poor little thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't know what she observed or where she was, or which is kind of scary. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a well, to look back on. at it. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, where was she? And then, and then the neighbor came and got her right away. So, you know, when we, I went in the ambulance and I, I, um, yeah, didn't see her for Have a while. you ever talked to her about, um, what, if she remembers anything? I believe that that had to have some effect on her somehow, but I don't, I don't think we've, since she's been an adult. Be interesting to get her perspective now. Like, you know, how she thinks that it... Yes, it would. It would. Or if it... If, if it she did. she feels it has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think some people have, like, a natural, like, go into emergency mode as parents and some people don't? Because I've had moments where I wasn't sure where my kid was and it never really kicked in. <laughs> and I'm always worried about that a little bit. <laughs> Ben will kind of go like, well, where is he? we got to find him. And I'll be like, we'll find him. <laughs> There's you <know>? no panic. <laughs> we got two more. I'm like, Why don't I panic more? <laughs> That's I do think some people are, like Nathan yes. is yeah. so good under stress. He huh. jumps in, knows exactly what to do, is on top of it. It's like 10 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, that was a good choice. Like, you know, <laughs> like I'm a mess and he is very much like, he's got it done before mm -hmm. I even mm -hmm. like, you know. So I do think that some people can go into the yeah. emergency mode, I guess. I don't think I have the gene it. and it worries me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, your kids are getting older. They, they're, they're fine. <laughs> I mean, Jude's still have to wander. <laughs> oh, dear. Just wander off of me. <laughs> Uh, um, do you think that God like actually physically hid Andy from your sight that day? I believe that. I believe he didn't. He that wasn't in the book for me to to have that memory of him. Did mm -hmm. you look exactly where he was? Mm -hmm. I, did. I didn't go as far down there, but I did look there. Was it by the bridge? I stayed more up by the bridge, it but it wasn't by the bridge. No, he was. Do you remember when Uncle Johnny came and made that um, those rocks, like, and it made a deeper, a bit yeah. of a deeper mm -hmm. hole. Like, was that above the rocks or below the below rocks? Below the rocks. That it made it kind of a a deeper like place. Eddie or something. Like That's that. where he was. He was below. Darker place. What? Also a darker place. You yeah, it see was a darker water. place, and it was midday, and uh, you know the sun was shining, and 
So basically, it kind of it was really that blinded right on me. the bank, or was it in the water? He, in the water. He he wasn't near the bank. He he was out in the middle of that pool. Yeah, he was in, the he was in that pool. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk about that you believe you worried about how dad would be able to handle that and and that you didn't you didn't want that for him I what didn't what happened you didn't want anybody what could for him. handle that and did did that like haunt you in any way did that come back to you a lot or oh, was yeah. it? I, I thought about you know why didn't I see him the first time well, not was, so much of no, a in a blame that. way, but more of just a. Did you have a hard time dealing with that, that memory, that seeing, memory. It in your mind's seeing it in your mind and reliving that because I, you were I the one who found it. I don't he doesn't really do know. That. He I don't. Do that. I don't. Like I said, I don't have a good memory. I remember looking for him and saying no. That's not the place he's going to be. And I ran off looking other places. And then when I exhausted all the other places, I felt, well, that's the only place he could be. And I went into the water. Uh-huh. And that's when I found him. Uh-huh. And, I, and I tried to do CPR, but I didn't know CPR. Uh-huh. I probably did him more harm than good, if anything. Uh, but to remember it on a daily basis, I may have for a week or so, but no. It wasn't a permanent... Uh, awful memory for me, no. Dad can lay aside things. He doesn't let things fester and grow bigger in his brain. That's a bit of a gift to it. Yeah, well, it's part of that whole... It's a discipline. I, I think there's a discipline to that. Right. Of laying this aside. This is not going to haunt me. Well, the Bible talks about how, you, you know, you are to take captive every thought. thought and your thoughts. You mm-hmm. are in control of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fact that he can take control mm-hmm. of his thoughts mm-hmm. is yep. really good. But what's amazing is that God still meets where you are. Because mm-hmm. Mom says mm-hmm. like, there were thoughts that she felt like she could yeah. not. Well, get out from under mm-hmm. and like over time would bring it up God too. just kept being there mm-hmm. and helping you through it and you know it took more time but you know because sometimes I think you do like things get, get on top of you and you just feel like Lord why can't I mm-hmm. your word says that I need to take captive every thought so why can't I? Why does yeah. it feel like I can't do this? You know, like. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've had those times where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, why does it feel like I can't do this thing that I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, but then with Paul, with my I had that too. Whatever, you know, think about Paul, the things that I want to do, like, yes. you know, I can't, and I can't quote that scripture. Can you? I can't quote it. It's a really kind of convoluted script. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's from you know? a date, yeah. 